Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks because, because duality, duality is, is a thing. Yizzo! Yizzo! Hey, will you do that? Me too. You do it, you gotta I just want to be it. quiet. I just want to be like, <laughs> hi. Okay. Of course you do. Uh, I think you might. You guys might have heard a little cackle in the back there. We are joined this week. The very, very special guest. I'm very excited to introduce this wonderful, brilliant being, uh, Miss Roscoe Spears. She is an artist, a teacher, a visionary, a pizza lover. <laughs> and the partner and creative director of the Lip Bar. And she's also just the homie. I love Roscoe. I used to ask Roscoe to come to my house <laughs> and fix my closet and help me put outfits together because I'm clueless. <laughs> so like, can you help me? Um, but Roscoe, say hi to the people. Hey, y'all. What's <laughs> up? Happy it's today, Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. It'll be Thursday when it come out, but that ain't. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Happy uh, what month are we? Happy July. Right. What month are we in? <laughs> Near it the feels end like of July. That I literally so had to look at this calendar. January, February, March, April, May, June, July. This is the seventh month of this year. It's it the feels like the seventh year. year of this year. For sure. One thousand percent. It's been a long ass year. Mm-hmm. Roscoe, we're gonna come. What? We're gonna come back to you. <laughs> First, I want Shanti. We're gonna go through some updates. I want to hear your updates too, Roscoe. So Shanti, mm-hmm. and also y'all, Roscoe's gonna be joining us for the entire episode to talk some shit. And then for our main topic, she is going to help lead it because she generously shared with us on Instagram on the Instagram world. Uh, that it is Fibroid Awareness Month. And who even knew that there was a Fibroid (laughs) Awareness Month? And it's a really important topic that we need to talk about. And Roscoe has some experience with it. So we're going to be coming back to that shortly. But in the meantime, in between time, Shanti, what's up with you? Um, Same shit, different day. Uh, I've been taking a course. It's led by, well... It's a course that you can buy and then you can take it slowly how at your own pace. But it's by Alexis Pauline Gums and it's God is Change. It's like an Octavia Butler immersion course. And so she goes through the um, theory of Octavia Butler. And so the first module, which is the only one I've done so far, um, is God is Change. And so I've just been thinking about things that I can and I can't change and I think I've been focusing on things that I can't change and I've been realizing I'm just having difficulty with family at this moment Mm. and I feel like family is 
is something that you often think that you can't change. And I was just like, I can. I can change absolutely my relationships. And I've just been trying to face all of that with more curiosity than fear of like, what would happen if, how do I feel if, and just kind of playing around with different possibilities and not being scared to like change things, which can, everything can change as we all know. We have so much control over it on top of it. So I'll let you guys know how that goes. And maybe I'll tell you about it someday. About I know I'm sitting here thinking like, is she going to go into any detail? (laughs) Nah. No, right now. Not today. Not today. (laughs) But, um, what else? What else is going on? That's it. Yeah, that's about it. But it's a really dope course. Oh, and she leads this woman. She's a writer, activist, it. feminist. She leads a whole bunch of these courses. So there's that one, The Goddess Change with Octavia Butler. But she leads a lot of really, really great like self-paced courses. So y'all should look it up. Where'd you Her find name? it? Um, Instagrams. Hmm. Instagram runs the world. Yeah. Okay. I am. I I took a course, but it was an Excel course. <laughs> yes. About, Duality is a thing. <laughs> change. Yes. It was more about changing formulas and <laughs> things of that nature. Pivot tables. Um. So that was good. What else? I. Ugh. Today was a day. Do I have that? I um shout out to care of this is not another ad but they I was taking my vitamins I took a picture of it where is it lord help me damn and I posted it and I think I deleted it that fast trying to save room in my phone but basically I don't want to paraphrase I'm gonna say it wrong it was a quote by Maya Angelou and it spoke to me deleted it was basically something about like everybody deserves a day where there's no they're not battling anything they're not discovering anything and they're just being and I was like oh that's gonna be my day so today I got on my roof butt naked but literally naked. butt naked that's my favorite thing in the universe <laughs> what roof you know that's the stairwell like it's not stairs it's like the fire escape kind oh. of stair. So I climbed that, and I stripped butt naked up there, and the breeze was hitting me. I was also burning the shit out of my hands and stuff when I touched the wrong place on the roof. But I sat up there Indian style. Excuse me, that's wrong, right? I sat up there with cross leg, <laughs> and <laughs> indigenously and in ate an indigenous manner. Uts honey barbecue chips. Yes. Drank some seltzer water. Ate a sandwich. And listen to Malcolm X speeches on my phone. That sounds so perfect. And I was like, this is life. I love it. And did not get a bit of a tan, but I tried. And that's not something that I need to even... I don't have to figure that out because Maya told me that I deserve a day (laughs) where I I don't have to try to figure anything out. So that was good. But I will say... In order to get my corner store sandwich, I had to go to eight corner stores, and it really pissed me off. 
because every single store I walked in, either the person behind the counter was not wearing a mask, the mask was under their nose, they were taking it off. And I said, COVID is, the COVID particles are hitting my hitting the food. Like, what are we not getting here? So it was really upsetting. So I just want to implore I know what you about to say. Your height. The people that Shanti. were ma- that were making the f- sandwiches. Yeah, it was people. Wow. I asked one man to pull his. I was like, "Would you mind?" I also learned. I learned a better way to do this the other day, and I should have done it like that. But I was like, "Would you mind if you like put your mask over your nose?" And he was like, "I have to be able to breathe." And I was like, "I'm walking out." So I just walked mm-hmm. out of the store. But I realized, y'all, this worked for me when I was at TD Bank. I waited at TD Bank for three hours because live in a black neighborhood and they don't they don't provide us with good su- customer service. I looked at this woman who one was standing so close to me on the line and she had her mask off and I'm like, what can I do? Cuz she was already like rowdy. She was on the phone. I was already like she'll pop off if I approach her wrong or she feels like I'm coming for her. I said, you know what, miss? I'm so sorry. I'm actually not feeling well and I don't know. I don't want to give you anything. For I would sure. suggest you know, you might want to <laughs> put sure. your mask on. I was like, but I have, I don't have anybody that could be in this line for me. And she was like, oh my God, thank you. Put it right on. I was like, that's. Because mm-hmm. it would have been a fight otherwise. It would have been a fight. But because I said I wasn't feeling well, she was quick yeah. to put that shit on. So I should have yeah. used that today. I didn't, the old boy. But I had to walk far and far in yonder for this damn sandwich. And I ended up having to get it from a grocery store. And we all know that grocery store sandwiches do not I hit. Slap. So that was a little upsetting. But the chip slap. Um, That's good. Oh, I forgot about this. I was supposed to go on a date. I need to just tell y'all this story. <laughs> Shanti has encouraged me to start telling these stories. And shout out to you if you're listening because he started listening to the podcast. You know who you, you know are. You know who you are. I was supposed to go on... So I ended up meeting somebody on one of the bike rides. He was fine. He ended up being cool. You know, we're chopping it up. I'm like, I'm... At, we're, we ride back uptown to get drinks with, like, the whole crew. And I'm like, mm, drinks. Looks like everybody's going to have to have their mask off for drinks. Not really with the shits. Also, I'm starving. I'm going to go to Chipotle. He was like, bet. I'm hungry. We go to Chipotle, find a stoop, sit, talk for, like, two hours plus. Good conversation, easy conversation. He's 37, he's single, but I'm like, okay, okay. Looks like Ice Cube a little bit, cool. Offers <laughs> to get me an Uber home, but you know me, I'm like, I'm an independent woman. I can ride my bike back, thank you. And yeah, he's like uh, pretty consistent during the week. You know, asked me to hang out uh, on whatever day that was. And then even during the week, text me like, you know, my priorities this week are to do X and to see you, like to get a helmet and to see you. I'm like, okay, I'm a priority. (laughs) Girl, the day of this Negro, it was hot outside. This Negro decides, one, to not even hit me. But I did say I was busy till one. So finally I was like, all right, hey, did you make any... Any update for today? Because he was asking me, this is a pet peeve of mine, asking me what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Which is like, you could ask me like for suggestions, but like don't ask me to plan the date that you asked me on. <laughs> I'm not doing that. So then he hits me back like, oh, yeah, you know, I think I'm going to just, I'm not really trying to go too far from, Har- he lives in Harlem, I live in Brooklyn. If y'all know the distance, that's a long distance relationship. For sure. 
So he's like, I'm not really trying to leave Harlem, but I'm going to hit this spot up. I said, oh, okay, well, you enjoy that. And we could possibly link when it's uh, when the location is mutually convenient. Have a good night. Then he, was wait. Oh. Did he respond you back to you? Yeah, he's like, oh, I, uh, and then he was like, I don't give up that easily. What are you doing? And I, I ended up. <laughs> that was like thirty minutes later, and I was just like, yeah, no. I had already changed my plans for the day. I was already like immersed in what I was doing. But that just goes to show you how what like you're thirty seven and you expect me to get either on my bike and bike up to Harlem, because I've been doing that, or to get on the train for an hour and 20 in a global pandemic <laughs> so that you can hang out with me? No, sir. No. So then he was calling me and wanting to have these like long-ass phone conversations. I'm like, this first date didn't Oh, so even... he's dead. He's dead to you? No, but I'm... I'm uh, mm. It was just such a turnoff of like, <laughs> ew. Am I tripping? This, no, his standards is high now. Go ahead. You see Antoinette. me because usually old Antoinette would be like, "Standards oh, are okay. standards. Standards are high." Listen, Roscoe Red got a flags are waving. She getting married, so I wouldn't have cut him off, but I definitely wouldn't pull up to her. I didn't cut him off. I'm not cutting out. him off. Okay, but I I also don't know how like engaging with him with him on like a phone call for two hours when we've yeah, only we hung out on once and yeah. you annoyed the fuck out of me with that. But I was understanding, like, I played it off cool. But it was, like, 37 and we're doing this? I had high hopes. I heard 37 and was like, oh, no bullshit. Cool. No, they're the worst. That's the... Ge- <laughs> that's the... That's it right there. Shout out. Actually the worst. So last... This week- one guy... Oh, go ahead. This one guy I was talking to told me that um, men don't really know what they want until they're about 41. 41. This same guy, he came to me. He's around 41. This was obviously years ago. But he's like, I'm finally ready to settle down, and I'm deciding between you and two other women. (laughs) Seriously? (laughs) I swear to God. (laughs) I was like, this is probably the wildest shit I've ever heard in my life, and you out of your goddamn mind. People are crazy. Men are crazy. Well, we want that that radical honesty too, right? So, like, where do you draw (laughs) the line? I don't know, but that wasn't it. That that didn't do it for me. I didn't need that. <laughs> like what? Yeah. Drugs. So he's not dead it, but he also hasn't hit me up because I probably haven't hit him up. And he probably felt my vibe like And then he kept he kept hitting me up and he would ask me what I was doing. I think he would might have been high. He repeating himself. <laughs> and then I kept saying I'm working on my resume. He just steady talking. I'm like, didn't I just say I was working? Yeah, I got a blast. Red flags. I got to go. No, but I think, but immediately I was like, I'm so sorry. I really need to work with it. Oh, no, no, no. Do your thing. I completely understand. I think he was high. He's cool. He sounds like a drug addict that wants you <laughs> no, to be too not. much for him. He's cool. He's riding his bike. <laughs> he's getting his shit done. This the same boy? This, is, this sounds like somebody new. Ice Cube's is a whole different visual That's for Ice me. Cube. He looked like Ice Cube. That's why we call him. Ice anyway, Ice the my last update is that I tried to make Nigerian party stew. No meat. It was with no meat. No meat. What Nigerian it was basically makes any ragu. kind of stew without <laughs> meat? First I of all, I made ragu, bitch. I was like, "What is this?" 
Oh, I tagged all my Nigerian friends like, it's y'all fault. I asked y'all to get me this recipe. And Nas hit me back like, no, you on your Western shit. We don't do recipes. Somebody <laughs> got to come and show you how to do it. Right. But um, my other friend, Laulu, was like, all right, get some get some more onions in there. Put some more garlic. Do this, do that. And it actually, I'm eating it now. It's actually better. But I'm not eating the meat. So, but it doesn't taste like the stew from Buka in Brooklyn. It don't taste like that at all. So, I am very white and very Italian, and it came out. <laughs> and shout out to Jade, because when I wrote that on Instagram, she was like, you never mentioned that you're German, too. And I was like, <laughs> why are you cursing at me so early in the morning? <laughs> but shout out to all the Germans. That was, that was like, friendly shade. Anyway, Roscoe, Roscoe, are you vegetarian? I'm not. What? She eats pepperoni pizza. <laughs> People change. I eat all of the things. I'm probably eighty percent vegetarian, or vegetarian eighty percent of the time. But I'm not vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Tell us your updates, shorty. Um, you got a my lot updates. Going on. I do. I'm trying to figure out what time frame I want to give y'all for updates. Um, <laughs> but right now, I'm in Detroit. Um, I am here to do some photo shoots for the lip bar. What's and the lip bar again? You are so funny. (laughs) The lip bar is a vegan cosmetic line based in Detroit where me and my partner, Melissa, are from. Um, And we just sell all of these banging ass cosmetics. Um, We have a full face line now. We started with only lipsticks. But now we have foundation, brows, mascara, eyeliner, a face palette, eyeshadows. Um, But I'm here to do shoots. Um... And then I'm going back home to New York on the 29th. I'm moving on the 1st. Um, I'm moving back to New Orleans, which I'm really excited about. Um, and then August 6th, I'm getting a surgery to get fibroids removed, which we'll talk about later. And then I'm getting married September 5th. Girl! And that's, that's those are my updates. Is the wedding <laughs> in Detroit? It's going to be in North Carolina. In North Carolina. Oh, yeah, so my fiance's um, mom just got a house there, and it has, like, a lot of really beautiful land. And I was like, we should just get married in the middle of the hay with some mountains in the background. Say less. Uh, so that's that's where we at with this it. This is that's how I envisioned doing. a Roscoe wedding. Right? <laughs> yeah. What else would I do? I got to be out there with my toes in the grass. I feel you. <laughs> oh, I'm too excited. That's a lot. You got a lot going on. It's a lot. Yeah. I'm excited, though. Uh, And aside, do you remember when we did that shoot and I had no idea what the fuck I was doing? I was just... Shanti, I didn't move. Yes! I was like... (laughs) I had no clue. For For the lip bar. When they were, like, still up and coming, I had no clue. Now I'm like, oh... But you look so good. No, I look crazy. And I painted those little dots on your face. Yeah. I wasted their time. I felt so bad. And it wasn't until nah, I started doing good. stuff with my leak that she was like, why are you, you have to do something. I was like, you know how aggressive my leak is. She was like, you're not doing anything. I was like, oh, I'm supposed to like move around and y'all like capture me in a moment. <laughs> Got Look it. it. I had no idea. I'm like, listen, literally like, I barely oh, knew either. So I'm going to stay. We, we were in it together. We were in it together. Do we, you, we made it work. Do you remember when we did that event? And you guys, I'll never forget you guys slinging lipstick in the For club. Sure. That was our first time meeting y'all. Yeah. And I just that had to have been like 2012. Because I, I remember you guys on the internet and then you just, both of y'all came in 
It was hot yeah. as hell. And they were just slinging like lipstick. That I think was they the just first had, time like, yeah. a met. bunch of lipstick. Yeah. And I was like, Aw. yeah, that's so crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I remember that party. I remember it. That was where, a fun what was party. the event? It was a party. What was that? It was a party. It was just a party. We was like, fuck all these meetups where we write about. How why we were we hair. in there trying to sell lipstick? I don't know. That's why. Because I, y'all were. Maybe you weren't selling up. lipstick. Maybe you had lipstick for a giveaway. You had, all I they know had is you had a bunch of lipstick. I remember we had some. Okay. They had lipstick That's in the gift bags and then they brought some because they were like, do you want to try on lipstick? Because they were wearing it. And everybody was like, oh, what's that? And they was like, oh, this is our product. And so that was how they, it was genius. That is so it's like funny. we're going to a party with a bunch of women and men aren't invited, so this is perfect for us. And here we are. Y'all like lipstick, right? Here we go. <laughs> um, anyway, so let's go into our child. It's, I feel like so much <laughs> has happened. I'm not going to start with the first one that's on here, Shanti. I'm going to start with civil, li- civil rights leaders John Lewis and C.T. Vivian have passed away. So we're losing giants. Mm -hmm. And Republicans are posting the wrong picture of John Lewis. Who do they keep thinking he is? The brother that died earlier this year? Who do Um, they keep posting? Because they do look alike. They do look alike. And I was a little confused even when I saw it. I'm like, why are they saying he's posting the wrong black person? So I, I can't contribute to this conversation. Wait, but who, what's the brother, what's the, oh, they keep posting Elijah Cummings. Mm. They definitely, this is an unpopular opinion, but they could be twins. So I, I don't nah, feel I agree. I think they look alike. I was sure. like, what in the doppelganger? I was like, this is, this is the same person, but it's not. And let's pay respect <laughs> And uh, thank them for all that they have done in this world. Ashe. Ashe. Namaste. A baby. <laughs> Moving on. Um, Mr. Nick Cannon. I have so I many I don't know. Thoughts. What do y'all want from Nick Cannon? <laughs> well, first of all, Nick Cannon doesn't get the respect that he deserves. <laughs> Nick Cannon is actually like a serious businessman. And like a scholar, like he's somebody who takes himself really seriously. He just graduated from Howard. He went back to school and was like, or went to school because he was like, I'm not a college graduate and I have kids and I want them to go to school. So I'm going to go to school. But Nick is like, (sighs) Nick. What did he do? I missed the Nick Cannon thing. (laughs) So Nick went on, what's the, what's the brother's name? He was in He went on a podcast from one of the guys from Public Enemy. It's his podcast. No. I thought it was Public Enemy. The, oh, the, is it? Yeah. I think he went on somebody else's podcast. And he was talking that good shit, that good, ancient, historically, mathematically incorrect, good black shit. But also, it's very, like, I believe that until somebody said it Nick Cannon was wrong. <laughs> but basically, he was just talking about how White people's problem is that they are, they have recessive genes and that (laughs) their, all of their actions are because, are from a place of insecurity and envy. And because of their recessive genes, they don't have the capacity for compassion or don't have the soul or don't have the humanity that melanated people have. Thus, 
their chronic criminal nature. (laughs) They're barbarians and they rape and pillage because they're basically they're trying to survive because if they were to mingle with anybody that has any melanin, white people would no longer exist. And I don't know what he said that was. Some of those things sound true. I mean (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I'm like I was like, like, what did he But let's not give them an excuse. No, but he also said and I don't I didn't get the 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 quote pull, but apparently mm. there was something that he said that was anti Semitic or he was saying that the original that the original Jews were not white and Jews mm-hmm. aren't white. Yeah. And they were like, Hold up, hold up, hold up. And then he also praised Louis Farrakhan, who people have a lot of opinions yeah. about because you know Mr. Farrakhan yeah. has a lot of opinions. Um, but I, so just like you, Shanti, I was like, he talking, this motherfucker spitting. <laughs> you know what though? <laughs> Something I talked about recently is, um, cancel culture. And it's like, you have to be a part of group think. Like if you're not thinking the same thing that other niggas are thinking, you're wrong. And everybody wants to call you out on it. Everybody wants to put you on this blacklist or everybody wants to counsel you because you said something that they disagree with. That drives me crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt so. Yes, I felt badly for Nick because I was like, well, well he people, was. The, we're not telling the full story. Then he was kicked off of his CBS show. That's where I was going. And the platform. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. With Viacom. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. what he did was he released a statement saying like, I ain't say nothing anti-Semitic, and I didn't say nothing that was out of line. And I'm sticking by this. And they always do this when a black man gets out of line. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then they were like, oh, be- oh, word? Okay, so you're off of Viacom. We're coming for all your shit. You fuck with the wrong one. We own Wild and Out. Mm. And you're supposed to have a talk show. Mm, probably not going to have that. Also, you host, I don't know, the mass Singer or some shit. We going to come for that. And shit started to get a little serious. Puffy mm-hmm. was like, it's cool. Come to Revolt. We'll take care of you. 100% but You know, Puffy, businessman. Come to death row. Right. 100% black on, baby. Then the next day, Mick released another statement where he's like, I want to deeply apologize to this community <laughs> mm-hmm. that I've heard. I realize now that some of the literature that I was reading... Um, and he and some of it was the the book that what's his name what's the brother's name from Public Enemy Richard Griffin some of the it's Professor Griff is what he <laughs> calls himself um, some of the, what he was quoting was from his book and so mm-hmm. he's just Nick Cannon is hungry for information and when we're hungry for information we often don't fact check the information and go the step yeah. further to be like okay but also with this fucked up educational system that we have who's to who's to say what's right like but what did he so- say that was wrong i don't understand what he said that was wrong and what does him perhaps historically and anthropo- anthropology i don't know the word anthropologically mm-hmm. speaking Okay, maybe you cannot prove that about white people, but what does that have to do with the Jews? Where did he? Do you I said know what the it bite was? The Louis Farrakhan thing. It was a it, one. The podcast is an hour long. I didn't watch the whole podcast podcast because he since took it down. It was his podcast. The brother was a guest on his show. The podcast is down, so you, you can't really watch it. Um, 
But apparently he just, he talked about Jews as as a collective, um, owning a lot of, I mean, he said real shit. (laughs) (laughs) But wait, I have, that's why I'm like, I don't know why it was anti-Semitic. Maybe some of our Around the Way Curls listeners will know and they could put us on. If that is the case, please write us. Well, I listened to the thing that you sent in which it had... A I bunch play of different it. black folks on it speaking and saying that it was a waste of time in erasing the no that camaraderie was the first that black people and Jewish people have shared historically. That was that the Uncle Tom's. Majority of the <laughs> social movement, civil rights, even Black Lives Matter have been funded by Jewish folks. And so... That's why it's like, like what does tit it for do? tat. What does it do for us? What does it do for us to bring up these conversations of who was the first Jew and who wasn't? And yeah, if you continue to watch the rest of the video, my guy, Dr. Carr from Howard goes on there and shuts it the fuck down, which I want to play right now. Hold up. Let me turn this up. To the question of black Jewish relationships in the modern era. One of them is the cultural question. And that's really when they say hotep. I think that's what they're talking about. Although they don't know what hotep means, I could write it in glyphs on their forehead and they wouldn't be able to translate it. But they're using that as a label for the idea of, of, of a stew of conspiracy theories and, 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 and off history. They don't know enough history to talk about whether it's off or not. And what you saw with that exchange with, uh, with, with Professor Griff. Nick was talking about books that Griff had written, and then he's dropping in things from what he had read, which a lot of that is street literature, and there's a real conversation to be had as to why that literature exists. So if you watch the whole Candace class, you can see him trying to weave in and out of that, but then he introduces some other conversations that speak to that street literature. The people who are saying, oh, that's hotel, are really talking about that type of literature that has existed outside of the university, but inside the university, there's no real debate about the origins of the Abrahamic faith traditions. They all come out of Northeast Africa, beginning with Judaism, and Jews are not white initially. But that gets conflated into another kind of conversation, and that's the second category. The second category is the political category of people in white nationalist societies trying to avoid last place. If we understand the history of... uh, uh, if we understand the history of Judaism, we understand that Jews have been persecuted for centuries. And most of that persecution in the United States has come from white Anglo-Saxon Protestants, the biggest anti-Semite in American history. There's one candidate we could name. His name would be Henry Ford, who wrote a whole two, three volumes called The International Jew, The World's Foremost Problems. Jews had to fight like a number of white ethnics in this country to battle their way into whiteness at the risk of persecution. The Klan didn't like the Jews, the Klan didn't like the Catholics, and the Klan didn't like the blacks. So what you have then is coalition politics which forms between white ethnics and black folk at key moments. Harold Cruz writes about it in his book, Plural But Equal. But what you also have is tensions that emerge as well. Because ultimately, for example, when you have some of the Jewish organizations take the opposite side against black people in the Baki case in the 1970s, as Jews become more assimilated into white culture, you have this negotiation with the blacks who get left behind. That's the source of tensions. It's too sophisticated to be carried out in an hour in Canon's class when Nick is talking about some, to somebody who's basically come out of those communities trying to puzzle through that. But I'll tell you one thing about Nick Cannon. <laughs> if he lives... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's a motherfucking mouthful. 
But I came up off. under this brother, and he's a genius. If you can see his background, all you see is book. He's in a just a pile of books. His books so, on top. His books so on the side of him. Nick ain't say nothing that wasn't wrong. He just I mixed mean, it up with some hood shit. It, Exactly. And he wasn't able to flip it and use his anthropology, but basically what he's... But I think, actually, what I think is the most important thing, and, and they still didn't name, when it comes to Jewish people collectively, it's Zionist that most people have issues with. It's Zionist, the folks that think because they are people that have wandered around and have been displaced, that they should have Palestine. And so... Then it becomes political where white people are like, oh, yes, yeah, say less. Here, let's just have you take this land that's been occupied for thousands of years. And it's also somebody else's holy land. And the Jews that like are like, yes, and that we don't care what happens to those people. They can die slow. That's fine. And then there's Jewish people that don't believe that. So I think that's another very important thing that. In the conversation of Jewish people, we should bring a Jewish person onto the show to, to talk about it. You that, know like, one. That people get really <laughs> upset about. That people, it's, that, that gets really contentious. I don't contentious. have enough knowledge. I can't, even, I can't even say anything. But what I will say is that Dr. Carr dropped the motherfucking mic. <laughs> and what I will say... He said, the anthropology of the Zoom and the capillation no, that gotta, I said for the anthroposition <laughs> of the Catholics and the notation in psoriasis... <laughs> no, for real. Dr. <laughs> Imagine me at 14 listening to this man. That's why I'm the crazy person that I am. But I have to say, he goes on to say, what I will say about Nick Cannon is that he's a scholar. He, you know, he studied under me. He's a seeker of knowledge. And what this is, what Viacom is, is this, you're taking this black man and saying, yeah. look, motherfucker, you got out of line. You went too far. You went past the freedom that we were going to give you. So we're going to chop your yeah. foot off in front of everybody the fuck else so they stay in line too, slave. And so yeah. that's what's happening. Really, that's, that's what this is. Um, Roscoe, you got anything else for that? <laughs> Roscoe. I don't. All of this is new to me. I'm just taking it in. But I don't. I can't see where he went wrong. I don't know why everybody's trying to I'm really curious. I want, I want down. folks to tell us what their thoughts yeah. on this is. Call us at 215-948-2780. It's 215-948-2780. Y'all got a hotline? Yeah, girl. Hotline bling. Damn. We got Damn. a whole hotline, honey. One I hunt a hustler who does. Um, heard that. Also, politics is usual. <sighs> 17 years. There's a, what? There's a 15-year-old black girl in Michigan who is serving a jail slash juvie sentence for not doing her homework during COVID. She has been in prison since May and they have been fighting. Antoinette, what are you talking about? What you mean? This is a real thing. What? Why are you telling jokes on this podcast? (laughs) I'm not telling no jokes. This is not a joke. uh, Kamala Harris just people finally Congress is getting wind of it like actually what yeah she has been in prison because she didn't do her homework something that we're all guilty of something that Trump's guilty of something that everyone's guilty of while Roger Stone who literally was convicted of witness tampering it walks free because Trump let him go free Kamala Harris tweet 
uh, tweeted that same sentiment. There's a whole thing. Mich- um, Shomari Stone, he got a check mark next to his name, so he's somebody. Michigan judge <laughs> denies release of teenage girl who was jared after not doing her homework. In quotations, I miss my mom. I can control myself. I can be obedient. The 15-year-old girl known as Grace reportedly said at her hearing on Monday. What? This that does not sound like a complete heart. story. Like, how, that I, yeah, I don't understand complete. how you go to jail for not doing homework. It's not what? Me neither. This, but this has this, been circulating on the internet all week. I Michigan know. State House. Grace needs to be back at home. She's in juvenile detention for not doing her homework. Please sign the petition. Please sign this petition and call Judge Mary Ellen Brennan at 248-701-3183 or 248-858-0355. This is like a thing. Like Mark Lamont Hill is posting about it. Sean King. Did we lose Roscoe? Child. No, I was just turning my light on. Oh. I'm back. But, she was fading sorry. the black child. She was like, oh. I was. <laughs> but this is like a real thing. And, and, and the other thing that's really concerning too is that, like, we have shit like that going on. Then we have Portland that's basically a police state right now. Everybody know what's going on in Portland? Yes. I don't know what's going on in Portland. Yeah, I've been out of the news and Good, because you deserve. <laughs> Portland is a hot-ass mess right now, and this is something we all need to pay attention to. Portland, they have been uh, still protesting against police brutality, asking for the uh, pol- to police to be defunded, X, Y, and Z. They have not stopped, even though it's not getting the coverage that it was once getting. Trump has then decided that he's going to send federal agents, that he did, he did it already, sent federal agents to Portland despite Portland, uh, despite uh, like state officials saying, we do not want these people here. We are not asking for them. Nothing is happening here that is not that is unconstitutional. There's no rioting. These people are literally just protesting, which is their constitutional right. Mm-hmm. Trump sends them anyway, which is unconstitutional and an overreach and an over, like an abuse of power, if you've ever heard of one. Sends them anyway. They are in unmarked vehicles, arresting folks, putting folks in vans. They just beat the shit out of a Navy vet who this was his first protest, a white man walks up to them with his hands by his sides and, and asking these people, why are you doing this? Why are you going against what to protect and serve? Like, this is not the oath that we took. They start beating him with batons and then mace him in the face. And he just takes it. And this is a veteran. So this Republican Party is so fucking crazy. This is the party that they want less government, less government, less government. That, that's what they scream, right? And we have to protect our veterans and protect our babies and pro-life. None of this is pro-life. None of this is about protecting veterans. And none of this is about less government. This is, this is the beginning of fascism. Like, we're seeing it. And, he's, and he said that he sent these agents to protect, quote-unquote, federal property, meaning you don't want people to graffiti on statues. Yeah. What? So they you're were attacking, arresting people? They, or knock the bitches att- down, but that's not going to hurt they've you, They've been sir. attacking the police station or a courthouse. I think that's what they've been doing is attacking a courthouse, which, mm-hmm. in terms of protesting, is very... Like, if you don't attack 
small businesses or whatever, you go after the police, you go after That's like the state. That's what you should be attacking. Spaces, yeah. but yeah, it's been it's 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 really crazy and really scary, and it's and it's crazy how it's not like wildly shared. That's also the weird thing. It's not. I like mean, front it's and being center. reported on the news. I don't know how many on, people are watching it. People are yeah. like. It's not. It's not making the rounds on social media the way I think it should. Yeah. No. People and these aren't are white realizing people. how serious. This is white people yeah. and they ask. This is Oregon. Taken into unmarked cars. That's also the the, the scariest. But we, right. That's like V for Vendetta shit. That's like 1984. Yeah. Boom. Here it is. So that's happening. And watch your back because he's also threatened to send them and or not threatened, promise to send them to New York, Philadelphia, Detroit, Baltimore and Chicago. All Democratic states or excuse me, cities, all places where he's it sounds like he's just trying to stick it to the governors. Mm -hmm. So here we are. Uh, What the fuck is going on with Megan and Tory Lane's? What? I need answers. He shot her in the foot and she covering it up. She's it's covering so it weird. up. It's so weird. Yeah, I don't know what type and of whoever deal was they cut, in the but car. I need to know. Whoever was in the car yeah. is not sharing it. It's so yeah. strange. Kylie ain't saying nothing either. She wasn't in the car, though. Kylie was there, though. She was on the, on the stories. Yeah, but she wasn't in the car when it happened. That was at the so, party. You think it just happened outside that quick? Kylie knows something. Somebody knows something. But the other thing that I just saw is that apparently there's security camera footage. So if any mm-hmm. of it was caught on the security camera, they don't need anyone to cooperate in order to press charges. But I just think part of that is it's crazy because she tweeted like black women are not protected and yada, yada, yada. And like I'm traumatized right now. Um, but I still people were saying that she posted that in response to Fifty Cent's uh, yeah, that which little joke he posts. He's he trash. is an animal. He really is. Cancer he men is. are He's problems. <laughs> They're not well. Is He's he a trash. cancer? Yes, cancer men are the worst. Second to Gemini's. Ooh, well, what you drinking? Hawaiian punch, girl? What was no, that? <laughs> you made fun of me last time for having um, the green kombucha. Oh, that's okay. I, this is, tr- <laughs> I am trash right now. When I went and got my corner store sandwich, I also got strawberry a mango- soda, a mangarita, a lot of margarita, some shit. This, like, in them little cans that you could just get. And I never do that, but oh, I'm well, like, live your life. Is am it I, good? I, it is delicious. <laughs> First of all, my mother got a bunch of these for my stepfather, my stepfather's. Like retirement party, and she was fucked up, and they're, and they're it's just hilarious. like sugar, and she's like, I really like this, <laughs> and I've never had one since, and so now I just have it, and I'm trying to be bougie and drink it in a wine. You had night. a good day. I this, did. This is a good day. You ending it with your go, girl. Your live your best mangarita. life. Yes. From the corner. I think store it's truck. beer. It's not classy over here. I don't know what's going on over here. But we gotta we gotta pray for Megan. And I'm I hope worried that she's, that she's not being abused. You know, like what if she's in is she who the fuck is this dude, first of all? I don't even he's know who trash. He is. I don't know why that we're surprised. Like this is the motherfucker that everybody thought was so funny during quarantine when he was having his quarantine twerk offs. And if a girl didn't twerk the way he wanted to, he would just kick her off his live and say some disparaging shit. Like, why are we surprised? Mm. So is that her man though, or are they like in a relationship? We don't know. She don't. I don't know. I don't know. But he I hope that she's not being silent. Foot. 
Just because she's on some like, nah, I'll lose my credibility. Yeah, I, I hope so, so too. Because fuck him. Exactly. If he did it, His fuck him. His little self, corny ass, bitch ass, little punk. All right. Sorry. <laughs> That's right. Energy. I just had my couple switch. See? You feel it that quickly. I'll reel it in. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Bitch ass, fucking motherfucking bitch ass. <laughs> All right, last but not least, our brother Kanye. Kanye's breaking my heart. I actually teared up yesterday when I saw them two. You watched that full video? I saw that. No. I was like, what? First of all, why don't he, this nigga have a mic? Like, why doesn't he have a mic? <laughs> why? Why is that the thing? Because he's I just love screaming. You. I'm like, he needs a mic. Anyway, he does. I missed the video. I just saw the tweets. Oh, I'll send it to you, boo. You you didn't see his. It's 40 minutes of of his campaign rally video. Oh, no, I'm not watching that. Yeah. Do I need to? I don't know. It'll break your heart. You know, there's there's a moment there where he starts berating a black girl who asked a question about gun reform. And starts calling her sister soldier and was like, are you saying all this shit? Because because you got a mask on. He like storms off stage and she starts screaming at him. There's another moment where he calls a, a white girl up on stage who asks him an uncomfortable, I don't remember what the question was, uncomfortable question, tries to hold him accountable. He calls her up on stage and gives her a hug. And said, you know, basically it's like, you know, we can be different and still love each other because Jesus is king. And All right. I am so. Kim is fed up. Kim is like, she said, come get this nigga. Uh, Dr. Such and Such, go get this nigga. Did you see that tweet when he was like, Kim and my wife tried to get on a plane to Wyoming and and lock me up? I was like, oh my God. Then he said, Chris, you still not answering my calls? You still avoiding me? I was like, that's her, Chris Jenner. She's like, this is beyond my control at this point. You're fucking You know what, though? People, I, I feel two ways about it because if it was my husband, I would be like, on the plane, like, figuring it out, right? Yeah. But also, there's a couple people, unpopular opinion, where they're like, this is not her responsibility. Like, she can only do so much. Everybody that's watching Kanye unravel like that and saying, where the fuck is Kim? It's like, that's also a little bit toxic because it can't be her job. She can be there to support him, but we really don't know what she's doing. And everybody was just assuming... I, I feel so many ways about it because I'm also like yeah. I actually think Kim really loves him, of but course. I also yeah. think that that family is toxic. I think that 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 they, she, I think she's some of her motive is also her brand and trying to get him to mm-hmm. settle down. I also think that when he has these kind of outbursts like this, it only makes them more appealing, and she makes money off of it. It only makes them, I guess, more interesting to the She's public. not fucking with that. I don't think she's don't fucking think with that. I think that this about, is very yeah. embarrassing for her family. Yeah. Like, this is fucking so. up their family name. I don't think she's fucking with that And I don't all. think that she cares about her family name. I think that's the narrative that we have. I think she just lives in an, an, another universe that we can't even fathom. I don't, I don't, I don't know about that I part, don't, I think she cares about her family I don't, name. I don't. I don't think. She, I, I don't do. think Chris Jenner is all like. Oh, we gotta. We gotta. Chris is the main one. Really? I get you, For Kim, sure. before that, but Chris is like, yeah. what? Whatever happens, Chris is we like, gotta he gotta go. Really? 
Or if he doesn't go, then he needs to be on the show more so we can get more ratings. Mm-hmm. Like really? Chris is Chris is a machine, baby. Yeah. That's I why Rob so. lost his fucking mind and was like, I gotta go. I'm not well. Like their track record. I mean, they've been like, not well. Ain't none of them well. That even yeah. if Kanye was fine, them motherfuckers would all still be unwell. This man said they made the movie get out based on my life. He is that did. what he Every, said? Everybody knows. Yeah, he tweeted percent. that. He was like, everybody knows Get Out is about me. <laughs> it, the, the other thing is like, it's breaking my heart. Like, I hate everything about that video. I hate everything about those tweets. I hate everything about it's the really comments. It's really sad. It's, it's so really sad. sad. Yeah, you like watching this man unravel in real time. He's in a manic state. Like, my aunt is mm-hmm. manic depressing. My aunt is bipolar. And that's how they describe her when she decides that she doesn't need to take the medication because the medication is actually of the devil or, you know, it's not good for her and it's blocking out her genius. And, you know, like, that's a manic state. But what really Mm -hmm. pissed me off is that motherfucker, Caitlyn Jenner, who was like, oh, I, I, I should be Kanye's running mate. Like, you don't care about him. You saw that man and what he just, how he just unraveled in front of the crowd. And you're just using this to further your own brand yeah. it's just so whack but i did see he tweeted today and thanked dave chappelle and, and posted a video dave chappelle hopped on a jet and went there yeah dave chappelle is my heart i'm gonna tell you that right now i love him so much and he didn't post anything about it we would have never known kanye posted yeah. and was like thanks dave and you know you're a real friend dave was like you know anytime man just gotta check on you check on you Looking a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kanye. We need yeah. to we need to say prayers. Prayers for Kanye. All this other shit on here is Chanti. I don't feel like talking about. I know say I, less. I know I wrote it, but it's cool. <laughs> I just don't feel like it. But say. we really do you have a around the way curl affirmation slash prayer for Kanye? No, not at this moment. I don't. Really? I really wish you did, because I seriously want us... I want us all to take, like, 10 seconds collectively to send everyone that's struggling with mental illness healing, comforting vibes, because it's really serious, and we don't talk... You know, we are starting to talk about it, but I don't think we have enough answers for it. And send these vibes to everybody who's dealing with a loved one Who's dealing with mental illness? Because that's not easy. Yeah, either. no, it's really, really hard to control, especially because Kanye has so much money and power. You know, he can he can make decisions that you know you can't stop. Like, what's she gonna do aside from put him in a home? But even then, yeah. eventually, he gets out. Yeah, and I just feel like it's it's showing a spotlight on how we as a society and as people don't know what to do with mental illness. We don't know what to do about it. And like just saying, Oh, let's prescribe them drugs, even though that's necessary at times or like, Oh, he has to go to therapy or he has to go to like a a facilitation. All of that still feels like really incomplete. And like, Mm -hmm. it's not, we, we don't. Yeah. And and you we can't you the, a, a party the person who's suffering from mental illness rather has to be the person that agrees 
to get treatment it's, unless yeah. they're physically going to harm themselves or someone that's else. So, oh yeah, you're saying that's the other complicated, especially with bipolar. Bipolar is a really um, yeah difficult, not difficult, but it's a really interesting. It's really dynamic, right? Illness All right, let's let's way. take or, that moment. All right, starting now. Ashe. All right. So we're going to take a break. We're going to take a break and we will be back after these messages or whatever. Hopefully they play. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. And we are back. As promised, it is Fibroid Awareness Month. We have our special guest, Roscoe, here. And yeah. <laughs> this, this episode was actually prompted because Roscoe posted uh, on her Instagram page so generously, just detailing her experience with fibroids, bringing some awareness around it. And so we just felt like it would be a really great, it's a really great time for us to discuss this. I've had fibroids, nowhere near had the experience that you have had, Roscoe, but I'm sure that there are many around the way curls listeners who, you know, they or they themselves or a loved one has, you know, been experiencing something similar or has experienced it in the past. So if you are willing to share some of the posts or all of the posts, that would be great. (laughs) All right. So, um, the post is from a day that I was showering. So I'm on a medication right now that has stopped my bleeding. But when I was having my normal periods, um, if I would take a shower, more than likely it would be difficult for me to get out of the shower because blood clots are kind of just pouring out. So imagine showering, you're at the end of your shower, you're about to hop into your towel, and then all of a sudden you got to clench your pussy lips because you feel a big blood clot about the plop onto the floor so you have to hop back in the shower um so the picture is me in the shower and it's like a really huge blood clot that's like close to the drain 
So I'm going to read a bit of the post. It's fibroids awareness month. For me, this is what having fibroids looks like. Not being able to get out of the shower because blood clots pour out of me continuously. Blood clots the size of my fist. It looks like losing so much blood that I have to get blood transfusions. Losing so much blood that I only have energy to get up to go to the bathroom, then go back to bed. Having to carry an extra set of clothes to work because within 20 minutes, no matter how strapped up I am, I can bleed through it all. Having my hemoglobin drop to a 3.5. The normal levels for a hemoglobin is like 11 to 13. Mm -hmm. Um, on March 30th, in the midst of the pandemic, I had to go to the emergency room because I fainted three times within a few hours. I've always been able to control my body, no matter how much blood was lost, but this time was different. Thank God my fiance understands my body enough, even more than I do sometimes, and he was able to help me out. Fibroids have completely changed my life. If there's a such thing as PTSD from fibroids, I have it. If I'm on my period, I would much rather stay home so that I have access to a toilet instead of risking being out and my body deciding that it wants to start clotting. There isn't a sanitary pad large enough to stop a huge blood clot from pouring over and ruining my pants within seconds. I have an abdominal myomectomy scheduled for August 6th, which is so exciting and anxiety-inducing at the same time. I cannot wait to be relieved of my fibroids again. I had the same abdominal myomectomy back in 2013, but... A lot of doctors may not tell you this. If you have fibroids once, they'll more than likely always grow back. Um, I'm hyped to not have to take medication every day, to not have to deal with the intense pain and sporadic clotting. I'm excited to try and have me some babies, but anyone who has fibroids or any other issues that may affect the reproductive system knows that this is a whole other challenge in itself. This experience has made me strong as fuck, and I've learned so much about myself and my body living with fibroids. Um... Love to everybody with the uterus or without a uterus. Some of us had to get them removed before um, mm. or because of issues like this. Mm. Thank you. And that's it, of course. So how, does, how did fibro, fibroids develop? Because you started menstruating as a young maiden. Mm -hmm. And then, like, when did it become this experience for you? So it was around 2010 where I started experiencing, like, really heavy bleeding um, I went to a couple different doctors. They're like, oh, you're just a heavy bleeder. You're fine. This is just something that some women have to deal with, heavy periods. Um, they put me on a birth control in 2011, and it had me bleeding for like two months straight. So I was like, uh, not for me. I can't do this. Um, so when I moved to New York in 2012, I saw a different doctor, and she kind of told me immediately, like, oh, you have fibroids. Um, and I had to get an ultrasound back then, so... With the normal pelvic exam, a lot of doctors aren't able to tell if you have fibroids, but if you get an ultrasound, you'll be able to see, you know, where they are in or around the uterus. Um, you got the so vaginal yeah. ultrasound, like where they go inside of your vagina or the no, regular No, just one? on top, the regular one. Yeah, I've done both, but mm -hmm. when I found out about them, it was just um, on top, the regular one. Um, so, yeah, she's like, you need to have surgery to get them removed because that's the only thing that's really going to slow down the bleeding. So I had the surgery in 2013. Um, an abdominal myomectomy is essentially a slit across your, um, across your lower abdomen, like right below your navel. Um, it's the same scar as a C-section scar, or the same cut as a C-section scar, if anyone knows. 
Um, I got them removed. I was good for about three years. So my periods went back to normal. Um, I didn't have bad cramping. I was just chilling, living my life. And then I realized back in 2016, I think that those same symptoms were coming back. So the heavy bleeding was coming back. The very intense cramping came back. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure that the fibroids are back. Um, went to another doctor. They confirmed that I had fibroids again. Um, and I just dealt with it for about two years. And then it had to have been around 2018 when I decided that I wanted to get them removed again. The doctors are like, well, you've already had one surgery. So if you're looking to have kids anytime soon, I would suggest you hold off <laughs> so that you don't have to get all of these surgeries. Because since I already had one, I would have to get a surgery again. And then I would have to have a C-section for my kids. And then, you know, chances are, if you get a surgery, if you don't get pregnant within a year, they will have a chance to grow back, which means that you may then have to get another surgery. And that's just way too much wear and tear on the uterus. Um, so at that point, I'm like, okay, so I have to start planning a life with a man <laughs> and figure out when we're going to have babies and figure out something else in the interim so that I won't bleed all over myself and so I'm not fainting every day. Um, so this was in 2018. I used to bleed so much. Like, I've had blood transfusions, but even sometimes when I... um thought that I was strong and thought that I could just deal with it like turning over in bed my heart would be like like oh my, my heart God. is pounding just from turning over in bed um so my fiance's mom actually she put me on a medication um that was supposed to normalize my period or regulate my period um and before like in 2011 I thought that being on my period for two months was a lot I started taking this medication, and they're like, just stick with it. It's going to regulate. I bled for 15 months, oh. like every single day for 15 months. Now, when you say bled, like period. No, 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 or no. Just so for the first, for the first probably six months, it was heavy bleeding. And then around the time that my normal period would come, it would be much heavier bleeding, and the other days would be just spotting. But when I talk about post-traumatic stress disorder, I'm wearing regular pads every day because I could have a day where I'm only clotting, but if a blood clot decides that it wants to fall, it's a wrap. Right. So it was like, I would rather be strapped up just in case my body decides that it wants to drop a clot, you know, as opposed to having on the panty liner and I'm walking out with my girls and now I got blood on my pants. Right. Um, so yeah, I feel like I'm skipping a whole lot. But now I'm at the point where I'm finally about to get the surgery. And after I get the surgery, that's when we have to basically, as soon as I heal, start trying to have a baby before the fibroids get a chance to grow back. So th that, that medication never worked? So I haven't bled. I, um, I started taking it in October of 2018. And I bled for about 15 months. But whatever the remainder of those months are um, from where we are now. I haven't bled in a minute. So Are you getting your regular period? No. Oh, wow. So I only bleed if I work out really hard, if I'm in high-stress situations. Um, thank God it didn't happen this time. But, like, typically whenever I'm about to come to Detroit for work, like if I have a lot of shoots lined up, if I have to manage all of these models and all of these teams, 
like my body understands stress and if i am stressed my uterus is like all right bitch here we go let's let's get it going and i'll bleed out so like in march um this past march i found out that my dad was sick he's much better now but i found out my dad was sick literally the next day is when i had my fainting spells like i lost so much blood i was cramping so bad and i literally like i've I'm going to keep saying it, but I've lost a lot of blood in my lifetime. Um, like, I've developed a heart murmur, but I'm so used to this. Like, I've had doctors tell me, you shouldn't even be walking around right now. And I'm like, I'm busy. <laughs> I got to go. I'll see you later. Like, I can't talk to you right now about my hemoglobin level because I'm living my life right now. Like, I'm good. But um, I found out that he was sick. And then the next day, I just lost a lot of blood. And... I ended up going to the bathroom once. Like, I don't remember falling any of these times. I just remember Matthew in my face, like, what are you doing? Are you okay? Do I need to call 911? So the first time um, I went to the bathroom, like, I realized I was losing a lot of blood, but I still thought that I could control my body, of course, because I think I'm all of that. <laughs> but go to the bathroom. I wake up. I'm laying on the floor. I have, like, a part of my neck that's swollen. I don't know if it was um, from like hitting the toilet or just shock or what it was, but he's standing over top me, over top me on the phone with the ambulance. And I'm like, don't call the ambulance. What are you doing? He's like, you are not well. So they come, they take my vitals. They're like, do you want to go to the hospital? I'm like, no, I'm good. So we let them leave. Um, it happens again. The this same time, night? Yes. So this was maybe like two hours later. So in between the couple of times that it happened, I'm like going to the bathroom, like barely being able to dry my hands because I have to lift my arms up just a little bit to dry them, but I don't have the energy to even do that. So it's like, you go to the bathroom, drop all these clots, and then I'm like, he would have to wait for me to walk me back to the couch. So the second time I was in there, um... I fell again, and this time really fucked me up because when I woke up, my pants were at my ankles. And I'm like, how the fuck <laughs> did I not know this was you happening? So like, what is going on? <laughs> I was tight. I'm like, I, like, I'm way too strong for this. Like, it really caught me off guard. Um, he asked about the hospital again. Again, I'm like, no, I'm good. Like, just let me lay down. And then the third time, I was like, okay, I really don't got this shit. <laughs> like, I can't do this on my own. It was like 2 in the morning. And I'm like, I don't want to go to the bathroom. And he's like asleep. He would have woke up if he heard me move. But I'm like, I don't want to go to the bathroom. And he's not there to get me when I'm done. Because I don't know what's going to happen. Because, you know, I may faint again. Um, but I went to the bathroom I thought I made it back to the couch because that's where I woke up at on the couch. And he's on the phone again with the EMS. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, you just fainted again. I was like, Matthew, I'm at the couch. He was like, yeah, you made it back, but you fell before you could lay down. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'll go to emergency. <laughs> oh, my God. But, and what do they do? They give you transfusions when you get there? They didn't even give me a blood transfusion. They said that I was dehydrated. Which is really weird because, like I said, I lost so much blood. I don't know how I didn't need a blood transfusion. So, so, um, so how has this affected... C wait, can, can, I just, can we just talk about real fast what fibroids are before... Yeah, so um, Go ahead. 
they're small tumors. Um, people really don't know how they develop in your body. Right. Um, so but it can be hereditary. I have three sisters. All three of my sisters have had fibroids, have had surgeries. One has had a hysterectomy. <sighs> I have aunts and cousins. This is all on my dad's side, too. So it came from my dad. But a lot of his sisters and his nieces, they all have fibroids, too. So, okay. Wow. So they're... Uh According to Google. And they're non-cancerous. Right. That's which is amazing. Yeah, so yeah. that's amazing. Google, according yeah. to Google, fibroids are tumors made of small muscle cells and fibrosis connective tissue. They develop mm-hmm. in the uterus. It is estimated that 70 to 80% of women will develop fibroids in their lifetime. However, not everyone will develop symptoms or require treatments. The three types of main, the f- three main types of fibroids are subserosal fibroids these are the most common and they push they can push the outside of the uterus into the pelvis mm-hmm. um and subserosal fibroids can grow large at times and sometimes have a stalk that attaches to the uterus then there's intraminal fibroids and these fibroids will develop in the muscular wall of the uterus and then there's submucosal tri- fibroids These fibroids are uncommon, and they grow into the open space inside the uterus and may also include a stalk. So basically, the three main types are just in different placements of mm -hmm. the uterus. And the thing is, um, somebody could have a fibroid the size of a grapefruit or larger, and depending on where it is, it may not bother you at all. Like It may not cause cramping or Mm -hmm. um, lower back pain or heavy bleeding. But if you have like one fibroid the size of a chickpea and it's in the wrong place, it can cause the heavy bleeding. Yeah. I mean. And the serious cramping. I had five. So when I discovered that I have fibroids, there was a month. It was years ago. And my period stayed on for two and a half months. And I was like, what Mm -hmm. is going on? And I was wearing. I was dramatic. I was not having blood clots. Uh, like leave my body at all but I was wearing adult diapers because I was bleeding so much and I was a server the thing is I want to stop you real quick I don't think it's a comparison game like you have to deal with bleeding I mean if somebody's having a regular period that's stressful in itself right so having any sort of symptoms that are out of the norm you yeah it was like able to feel however you want to feel yeah I mean I back then I didn't I didn't I actually have it. It's my little diva cup. But I didn't mm-hmm. have this. I had, was wearing tampons, and I was wearing super mm-hmm. heavy, and I was bleeding through them. And I was on my feet because I was at work, and I was a server. Yeah. And so finally I was like, I can't do this. And so I went to a gynecologist oh, that I found online. I wanted, to, for whatever reason, I went to a gynecologist in fucking Chinatown. Don't ask me why. <laughs> and they were immediately like, oh, you have fibroids we have to do surgery. When do you want to schedule the surgery? And I was like, what? So I left, called my mother, of course, because she's in the healthcare world. Yeah. And she was like, you do not need, you don't know if you need surgery. They just want, you know, they just want to mm-hmm. bill you for it and get money. So ladies, watch that. Make sure you get yep. second opinions. So yep. I went and got a second opinion from another woman. She was like, listen, I had the fibroids that were uncommon and they were inside of my uterus. But they weren't that large. So her suggestion was, we can possibly get rid of this with hormones. Why don't you get an IUD? 
got an IUD and they shrunk significantly and I never had problems again. So I'm listening to you and I'm just like, holy, holy, holy. Like I yeah. only dealt with it for two and a half months and thought I was going <laughs> to like lose my shit and was having. It's a lot though. If you're dealing with it for three weeks, that's a lot. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot that your body goes through. So how are you, how have you found ways in, in your self-care, whatever spiritual practices or therapy, like how, mm-hmm. what, what are you learning about yourself and what, yeah. how do you, how do you manage it in a way that you think is, that, that's healthy? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's manageable. Or do you manage it? Or do it? you? Because that feels like there's so much worry there's so much. Yeah. There could be shame. There could be, yeah. especially if you're in an intimate relationship with a partner, like there's so mm-hmm. much that you have had to come on the other side of. And I just wonder like what that process was like for you. Yeah. Um, I think it's still a process. I'm not in the, um, the arena of shame anymore. So dating can be hard. Right. Um, I, <laughs> I have this story when I was in New York, I was, playing around, seeing what the guys had to offer. I met this guy, um, and my best friend and I, we were about to go do the color run, and it was like 45 minutes away. (laughs) So I was like, hey, can you drop us off? Really pretty bins. Um, He picks us up. I'm in the front seat, and I was on my period. Um, I wasn't bleeding too bad. Like, it wasn't the crazy, crazy clots like I have experienced, but it was still heavy, so I'm like, all right. So as soon as he calls and says he's downstairs, I'm going to put in a tampon. I'm going to put on a super plus pad and I'm going to be good. It only takes 40 minutes to get there. As soon as we get there, I'm going to get out. I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm going to change my tampon. I'm going to change my pad. I'm going to do this race. I'm going to be done in 30 minutes. I'm going to change my tampon. I'm going to change my pad. Like I had it all planned out. So you know how you're, if you're sitting somewhere and you know that your body might fuck up, you do that little reach back. Mm -hmm. I reached back and I was like, bet I'm not doing any brown. So he drops us off. My hand has blood on it, by the way, after I do my reach down. He pulls up, and I'm like, I'm so sorry, but you got to take me back home. And he's like, you better get out and get this money. You better go do that run. I'm like, I would really love to, but I can't because my body is broken. He's thinking that I'm just bullshitting and being lazy. I'm like, I'm bleeding, and I bled on your seat. I'm so sorry. (laughs) And this is a guy I've been talking to for, like, two weeks. So that was a really shameful moment for me because I'm like, I don't know this man. I'm kind of using him for a ride, but I didn't mean to bleed on his seat. Like, I felt so bad. Um, But now my fiancé, he's literally like, if I'm taking a hot shower, he'll make sure I have water because, you know, if you're taking a hot shower and you're losing blood, it'll make you faint. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but he's, he's so helpful. I don't deal with that. Um, but everything else, yeah, like if I'm on my period, I really don't feel like I want to leave the house because at any moment, literally one blood clot can ruin everything. Um, another story, I was in Detroit. This is when we were, um, getting ready to open up the lip bar store. So Melissa and I, we were going to talk to a contractor and once again, I'm kind of strapped up. Actually had on thinks this time too. Mm. Um, and we're in there, we're looking at the store, we're telling her the things that we want to change and I just feel a gush. And I look down and I see blood on the front of my pants. Oh my um, and I had on a jacket that could kind of cover it, but it's like, 
shit, I planned on being out for the rest of the day. Like, I had an art show to go to. We were going to grab food. But I'm like, now I can't do anything. So I go to this hotel. We didn't have, or we still don't have a bathroom in the lip bar store. But go to this hotel across the way. I'm in the basement. Bottom half of me is naked because I got to figure out what to do. Um, Matthew goes, he was with me at the time. He goes to get pads. Melissa goes to a shop downtown to buy me panties. And they're like, we're not letting you go home. <laughs> like, fix yourself up. We're not about to let this ruin your mood. And we about to go eat food. And I did. And it was, like, one of the times that I felt so empowered. Yeah. Um, Because typically I would be like, okay, my whole day is over. Like, I'm sad. All of this blood ruined my day. Now I'm in a shitty mood. Um, But that was just a really good time for me. But... Um, so does your I would self, say, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 please. I was going to say what has helped me mm-hmm. a lot. Like I said, my stress levels really contribute to whatever my uterus is going to do. Like if I'm chilling, more than likely my uterus will be chilling. But if I'm stressed, if I'm anxious about something, um, that's when my body wants to act up. So I've been meditating mm-hmm. in the morning. I like, I work from home. I've always worked from home, but like I have to cut my work off at a certain hour to make sure that I'm spending time with my body, working out if I can, like not pushing my work into 8 or 9 p.m. because, you know, that's even more stress on the body. Um, And just really finding different ways to calm myself. So if I'm ever feeling stressed or anxious, I just have to really take a break instead of trying to push myself because that's only going to make my body break again. Hmm. So, yeah. So it also looks like, it sounds like it looks like people you find comfort in being in, in the people that you are vulnerable with who know what the deal is and them supporting mm-hmm. you yeah and like being understanding uh, towards it yeah i mean i'm lucky enough i mean also i'm fortunate enough but i'm lucky enough to have three sisters who went through the same thing so it's not a surprise you know what i'm saying oh sim- mm-hmm. same and I have- same level of um severity 1000% all of my sisters i have three sisters they've all had surgeries yep um, and the same stories, bleeding all over everything, having to get blood transfusions. It's to the point now where <laughs> this was maybe four months ago. We um, joined a group FaceTime, me and my sisters. And we always peep like, where you at? What you doing? One of my sisters, we could tell that she was in a hospital bed. Uh. So we're like, what the fuck are you doing? Where you at? And she's like, oh, I had to get a blood transfusion. And it's like, it's so normal for us. It's like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, like, this is what I'm doing. I remember when I was in uh, L.A., I was doing a trade show for the lip bar. Um, I had just seen my doctor, like, earlier in the week. And he's blowing my phone up. It's like 7 p.m. He's blowing my phone up. So I finally call him back. And he's like, you need to go to the hospital right now. And I'm like, sir, I am at work. Like, I'm feeling good as fuck at this moment. Like, I'm a little tired, of course. But I'm like, this is how I'm used to feeling. He's like, you need to go to the hospital right now. And I'm like, I am fine. He's like, no, you need to go and get a blood transfusion. So I went. And it's like, people are asking to come see me. And I'm like, it's just a transfusion. Wow. (laughs) But it's because I'm so, like, this is my life. I'm like, it's a transfusion. Like, I am fine. I can probably walk home from here if I need to. Um, A lot of these stories, forgive me, but a lot of these stories, I'm about to push you a little bit. Because Mm -hmm. Shanti specifically asked how you're, like, and and you you keep bringing it up of, like, you know, it's stress, it's this. Like, I know how my body responds to stress. 
Yeah. But I, I, my fear is that because you're, you're so used to it, that like, maybe you aren't giving yourself enough grace. Like where you're like, I'm fine. I could mm-hmm. push. I could do this. I could do that. Where like maybe yeah. you gotta slow down. Pot meat kettle is terrible, but <laughs> maybe you do like these. You know, I don't. I don't like. I don't hear to me, and I don't know. But I just hear like I. I it feels like I want more self care mm-hmm. for you. And more well, space. Yeah. I but you I moving. I feel like you moving more. upstate too helped. It did. Yeah. So I mean, even in New Orleans, it was a lot more chill. When I was in LA, um, I was still styling and I was doing the lip bar. Mm. Um, so I was traveling and go to work. This is when I would pack my clothes because it was like an hour and a half commute. Mm. Um, I don't know why the fuck the studio was so far away, but it was like an hour and a half commute. So I would have to strap up. And when I say strap up, I mean like put on my super plus tampon, put on two pads that you layer like this, mm-hmm. like one to cover the whole front, one to cover the whole back. Um, panties, boy shorts, a little rag underneath my panties, and then like leggings and jeans. Wow. Or if I um, weren't wearing jeans, I just had to miss that extra layer. But I would carry all of these clothes to um, make sure that or I would strap up because I knew that I would bleed on myself more than likely. And then I had to carry an extra set of clothes so that when I got to work, I could change. Hold wow. on a second. No problem. Melissa just got here banging on the door. Oh. Hey, Melissa. Hey. Antoinette said, hey, Melissa. Hey, girl. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> um, but yeah, I could definitely use more self-care. But working from home now has helped a lot. So I'm not doing that commute anywhere. Um, I obviously have access to my toilet at all times. Um, if I need to rest, I can. So I'm trying to do better. Got it. Are there any natural remedies that you found to be helpful or have heard that are helpful um, or that have been suggested to you? Yeah, it's been a lot and I've tried a lot. So I've tried a diet change. I've gone vegetarian. Um, I've tried yoni steams. I've tried acupuncture. Um, I have like a shit ton of herbs at the house to make different um, mixtures for teas. Also the same thing that I put in my yoni steamer. Um, But by the time that I learned about all of the natural remedies, my fibroids the second time were too far gone. Mm -hmm. And I'm just too impatient. (laughs) And aside from the fact that, like I mentioned, no matter if it's, like, a huge fibroid or a tiny one, people say that you can do all of these things to shrink your fibroids. Even if you have one that's very small, depending on where it is, it can still make you bleed out. So right. it's it's a little bit of bullshit to me. Um, <laughs> say hi, so Melissa. crazy. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> hey, she y'all. said, do you want more light? I didn't know this light was right here. <laughs> Perfect. There it is. There it is. She's shining now. Why would she sneak out like that? She's worse than JoJo. It's Melissa and JoJo. She's a psycho. (laughs) That's so funny. Wow. Well, what about, so you mentioned family planning and I didn't want to bring it. It's funny Mm -hmm. because I didn't want to bring it up because I feel like that's anxiety inducing enough. It is. Um, But what are the conversations with Matthew like? What is the, what 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 or what is the initial conversation with him like of like mm-hmm. hey we're dating and 
Yeah, and that probably happened, like... Well, he knew about all of my issues, obviously, as soon as we started dating, because that's not anything that you can hide, especially when you're staying over. So it's like a first date thing, or what is it? Like a third date? It's not a first date thing. It's a... Whenever the first time is we stay together and I'm on my period, I have to let you know what the fuck might happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just in case you get your sheets or your mattress bloody, I have to at least give you a heads mm-hmm. up. Um, but he's so chill and understanding y'all. It's kind of ridiculous. Like, he doesn't care about any of that. Like, I, I couldn't be more lucky. It's, you know how you think about people from the past and it's like, well, we have worked. Like, several of the people I think of, I'm like, they wouldn't know what to do with me mm-hmm. and these issues and my body. And it's... Anyway. <laughs> um, he's very good at dealing with me and my body, but it was probably, like, around the time we decided to move to New Orleans, so I guess maybe two years ago, that we started talking about it. Like, um, I need to get these fibroids removed, which means that we will have to start planning to have a baby around the time I get the fibroids removed. Because like I said, if you get them removed, you have to kind of try and have that little baby within a nine-month period before the fibroids start growing back. Within a nine-month period? Well, they say a year. Well, a lot of doctors say a year. My doctor said you should try and bang that baby out in like nine months. Um, Because they won't grow back huge at first, but once they're in, you know, they have a tendency to grow and so the the other option to get them removed like to not deal with that anymore is to have the reproductive system taken out that's the other option is like it's like because like you said you can't keep getting them this major surgery every three years because it just yeah but i would i would never recommend that never okay to anybody i mean if you're 49 and you feel like you are for sure not even going to think about having kids but if you're young you know what i'm saying like i've heard doctors recommend a hysterectomy to 26 year olds are you out of your motherfucking mind i've been offered a hysterectomy before and it's like some people who don't know better they just want to get these fibroids out of them because they're so painful and they're you know it's a traumatic experience dealing with them or it can be so they're like okay if this is going to get rid of them i'll get a hysterectomy not knowing that baby girl you're not going to be able to have children Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, I'm sure they explain that, but if you are just in the moment and you're feeling yeah. all of this pain and, and all of this fear shame or, yeah, all of these things, you're like, okay, this is what I have to do. I have to get a hysterectomy. So, I actually hate that word. I try not to use it. I don't want anybody associated with me to think about having a hysterectomy unless it's something that they, you know, have, I would say, spent years with, mm-hmm. like, years with deciding that they would want this surgery because it's... It's so serious. You can't you can't get that uterus back. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, well, I don't know what's happening nowadays, but no. So <laughs> what? What for for people who are possibly experiencing this? What mm-hmm. suggestions do you have for them in terms of what questions and conversations to have with their doctors and their gynecologists? Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when you go to the doctor, um, like I said, they'll just tell you that the heavy bleeding is normal. Um, but you want to get an ultrasound, like, if you're dealing with this heavy bleeding, like, it's something that's going on more than likely. Like, sometimes we just have heavy periods, I understand that, but when it comes to, like, the heavy bleeding, the huge clotting, um, lower back pain, really serious cramps, I would say you should get an ultrasound to, um, 
you know, try and see what's really going on because there may be fibroids that you can't just feel if you're doing a normal pelvic exam. And if they don't, um, if they don't offer that, you can advocate for yourself, right? They're not going to offer it, so right. you have to ask for it. Like right. I've never been offered an ultrasound. Um, wow. Okay. And then there is a, I actually need to look this up so that I'm not lying to y'all, but there's a blood test called the AMH. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm going to read exactly what it does for you. Antoinette, you seem like the Google queen. What? <laughs> what is it? Um, AMH blood test. This, it checks your fertility? But it essentially checks how fertile you are. Yeah. And it tells you... Essentially, like if you are dealing with these issues, you already have a lower chance of getting pregnant. So, if your AMH levels are low, I believe, then you may, if you're, I'll say 35 and older, you may consider freezing your eggs. And AMH so that you, or anti mullerian, it's not mullerian. M-U-L-L-E-R-I-A-N hormone is a laboratory test that OBGYN and fertility doctors may use to assess a woman's ovarian reserve or egg count. AMH is a hormone produced by cells from small follicles in a woman's ovaries and is used as a marker for Oconti quantity. I don't even know what that is. The nitty gritty details about AMH. AMH is a substance produced by uh, the granulosa cells and ovarian, ovarian follicles. It is first made in primary follicles that advance from the child. It just primordial. basically ch checks your yeah. fertility. It checks yeah. your fertility. Okay, I don't need to read yeah. all this. I'll, I'll, for those you listening, I'll add this link to, the, to our um, sub- to the description, to the episode description, so you have it. But yeah, I would recommend if you're looking to have children, you know, within the next few years that you get an AMH blood test, um, always ask for an ultrasound. If you are not impatient like myself, I would say try all of the natural remedies, the acupuncture, the teas, the diet change. I know that red meat and soy, dairy, they all play a huge part in fibroid growth. Mm -hmm. um, so if you can, cut those things. Um... And yeah, I think that's all I got. <laughs> I'm not. That was a lot. That was a. You were very generous with yourself. This evening. Yeah, she's like. I think that's all I got. That I mean, in lot. terms of asking a doctor, yeah, I think that's it. Wow. All right. Well, then, Shanti. Wait, Shanti. Do you have? Do you have another? No, question? I'm just. I'm. I'm just. I'm excited for this next chapter in your life, Me too. and I'm super proud of. All of the my, the quote unquote milestones, you know, because a lot of people who are, who deal with that may think they'll never find a partner, they'll never be married, they'll never be yeah. able to have a child. It feels like such a sentence. Or but, do yeah. all of the work that she's doing, or travel here, travel yeah, there, to be, live like you're here. like you're you are your own boss. You still live a creative life. Um, mm -hmm. you we didn't even talk about your you art. Just gotta do it. I mean, yeah, so it's just incredible. I'm just, shout out to you. Very proud Thank of you. you and excited Thank for the you. next chapters in, in your life. And, um, Thank you. Yeah, this is, we have no idea what people are going through. <laughs> that, that's the everything that I, because I'm sitting here like, I've literally worked with Roscoe on projects and had no fucking clue. And then just walk around being cute as a boot, too. Like, I know, and fine. <laughs> 
Like the f- Listen, you got to. <laughs> like, I, I let it control me for a really long time. Mm. But, yeah, you just have to. Oh, when did it start? It started in 2011 or like 2010. Oh, right, yeah. right, 2010. What year is this? 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. Not when you were like 14. No, 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 no. No, I was 24, almost 24. Oh. I, yeah. It's really interesting because I have a daughter and she's, you know, she's 10 and soon she'll be bleeding. <gasps> and yeah. I just wonder now... What is your relationship with your cycle? What is your when when people oh, that's, mm-hmm. so many women are like even that don't have this degree of intimacy with blood in their vagina and seeing all of the the shit come yeah. out? They are like still they're like oh my god, just yeah. disgusted by it or angry. Mm-hmm. I wonder what your relationship is and what you would like if you have a daughter. So that's another thing when it comes to where I am now, like about to start trying to have a kid. Number one, I said that it was anxiety inducing. And what that means is like, I've been waiting all this time to get this surgery, but now it's like, oh, but now you have to worry about, are you even able to get pregnant? Which I am because God is going to hold me down. But like, are you going to have to deal with 90 miscarriages before you're able to properly carry a baby? It's like all of these things, but even further like if I have a daughter is my baby girl gonna have to go through the same thing and that's stressful as fuck so I've just been like God give me a boy because my baby cannot go through this <laughs> like it's it's so much I wouldn't know what to do if my baby is dealing with this mm-hmm. like I would be helpless mm-hmm. um, you would have all the tools you would just kick in you'd be like well thank you <laughs> it would be okay no she would be good but I would be really hurt for her um mm-hmm. but no me and my period we just be chilling like I just be sitting <laughs> on the toilet like touching my stomach like okay are you done like just you literally have to have a relationship with your uterus if it treats you the way that it treats me you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying I went to this um um this meditation session once it was just me and the woman who was leading it and um she's telling me like you talk too negatively about your uterus like you need to develop a relationship with it and talk to it kindly I mean give your fibroids names um and like really build a relationship with them because they aren't going anywhere right now so if you you know speak negativity into them it's only gonna make you feel worse so I'm like I'm not gonna name these bitches but I will I will consider something (laughs) along the lines of what you said um but I think that that really changed my outlook on things. Like, nice. not being so, you know, negative toward my mm-hmm. uterus and not saying all of the mean things that I used to say. I just treat it like it's my homegirl now. Mm. Beautiful. You yeah. shorty rocking out. Another thing, where did you get this Yoni steamer? Honey. Um, I want one. <laughs> I think it's called the, um, the Goddess Detox. Um, but it's essentially like a little bowl. You put your, um, boiling water in it. I just Mm -hmm. use a tea kettle. I pour my water and I put all of my herbs in it. And then you kind of just squat over it and you have some me time. It's really, really delicious. I would 10 out of 10 recommend it. Oh. I stopped using it because you aren't supposed to do yoni steams when you're, uh, bleeding. So for, you know, those... 15 months I didn't use it and I kind of fell off but once I get settled in my new place I'm gonna get back to it oh I see it <laughs> a vaginal steam seat yeah, yeah. 
All right. Well, all right. Wait, we didn't even talk about your art. I just feel like you have to give the people, like, tell people who you are, Roscoe, for real. Like, all of the things. Um, I am. What's your sign, Roscoe? I'm a Virgo. Oh, okay. I have a Ensenet, lot of Virgos. are you a Virgo? Oh, no, yeah. I have a lot of Virgos in my life. Two, my two best homegirls up in New, New York are Virgos. Nice. Angie's a Virgo? Angie's a yeah. Virgo. Yeah, Angie's a Virgo. <laughs> Jade's a Virgo. So uh-huh. But please, um, tell us tell us who you are. I am... Melissa is trying to open... Melissa, get the chips. Get the chips, girl. <laughs> I wish y'all could see She's that. trying to open get them Get the quietly. chips, Melissa. <laughs> like, Drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I am a painter. I'm a teacher when I'm not busy at the she's been ridiculous when i'm not busy doing my lip fire work i am teaching babies um i work with an organization in new york actually it's called asap artists driving in poverty and we just work all over new york at women's shelters at different schools um a bunch of different organizations teaching art to kids um we have a school in bangalore india it's called shanti bobbin they take in some of the lowest caste kids in the country and they house them from when they're like three or four until the time they graduate high school. That is one of my favorite places in the universe. I love those babies so much. Um, I'm a painter. I think I said that already. Um, Where can people find your stuff? uh, I do not sell it currently, but if you want to look at it, it's roscoespearsart.com. I was just looking at it. Why is she not selling it? (laughs) Listen, I had to take it down. You know how... Number one, it takes me a really long time to paint stuff. And I haven't gotten to the place yet where I'm charging what I need to charge for my mm. things. And people aren't at the place where they are able to purchase <laughs> my items at the price I want to charge. So I was like, y'all can just look at it for now. And if somebody's serious, they just send me an email. Um, so, yeah, I have this signature design. I've been painting it or I've been drawing it since I was 13. Oh, um, wow. So really quick story. I've been on here for like 10 hours. But you're fine. No, you're not. <laughs> I've been drawing it since I was 13. When I was in college, I had these gel pen drawings that was, um, yeah, I remember gel pens. Mm-hmm. I put it on construction paper. I had about 10 of them. I went to an art gallery and I asked this dude if I could hang my pieces in his gallery. For some reason, he said, yeah. Um, and then he's the one who got me started painting. And this was in 2009. He asked me if I wanted to paint. And I'm like, no, I'm good. I don't know how to paint. And he's like, no, you should paint. And we went back and forth for like, probably weeks and then I finally ended up chilling at his studio and painting but that's when I started and I started painting that same design which is like my signature print um so I do that and then I'm also a partner and creative director at the lip bar which is a vegan cosmetic brand that we talked about earlier mm-hmm. and that's that's me that's a lot and I also have a baby Archie my little puppy yes my French bulldog that's yeah, my heart <laughs> Shout. But that's me. So where can people follow you? Where can people keep up with you? What's next? What should they look forward to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Roscoe Spears. Um, everything else is Roscoe Spears. If you need to email me, that's also Roscoe Spears at Gmail. Um, and what's next? I'm gonna be working on these babies, and I'm gonna get yes. married. Yes, we gonna have some- <laughs> having babies. Oh, we you're gonna moving. have some new launches at the lip bar. All of the things. All, all of the, of the things. things. That is so crazy. Yeah. Baby. <laughs> I 
I know. Damn. I'm excited. I can't wait. Well, we have a tradition here that okay. when we have folks on, they have to do our rapid fire questions. Bet that up. Huh? Bet that up. <laughs> Wonderful. Shanti. Explain it, because you explain it better than I do. So you have three seconds to answer these questions. One answer only. No questions, no explanation. You just go. Okay. Okay. She's so cool. Okay. (laughs) Ready? (laughs) Hold on. All right. Malcolm or Martin? Malcolm. Generational wealth or familial happiness? Mm, familiar happiness. Jay or Nas? Jay. Mac or Sephora? Ooh, Sephora. Palestine or Israel? Israel. <laughs> in the light or in the... She's like, I don't know. We were talking about Jews earlier. In the light or in the dark? <laughs> in the light. Prince or Michael? Oh, Michael. Sweet or savory? Savory. Marriage or long-term commitment? Well, mm, marriage. <laughs> Trader Joe's or Whole Foods? TJ's. Voodoo or brown sugar? Ooh, voodoo. Family or career? Family. A seat at the table or lemonade? Lemonade. Evolution or creationism? Creationism. Nikki or Cardi? Cardi. Missionary or doggy style? Doggy style. Protection or pull out in prayer? Protection. <laughs> <laughs> is it Uchi Wally Wally or is it one mic? Ooh, Uchi Wally Wally. Is it Black Girl Lost or Shorty Owe You for Ice? Shorty Owe You for Ice. <laughs> Raggedy. <laughs> Love Jones or Jason's Lyric? Love Jones. Sir or Rumi? Mm, blue. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sir. <love> Sir. <laughs> Kelly Rowland or Nia Long? Ooh, Nia Long. Make, <laughs> your, make your man a plate or have him get his own? Make your man a plate. Knuck if you buck or Annie up? Knuck if you buck. 9-11, inside job or terrorist attack? Mm, inside job. Rihanna or Beyonce? Rihanna. Biggie I'm sorry, or- y'all. <laughs> wow. Biggie or Pac? Uh, Pac. Teddy Riley or Babyface? Babyface. Y'all silly. Erica or Jill? Erica. <laughs> Boss lady or man eater? Boss lady, y'all so cute. <laughs> and then the uh, oh wait, the philosophy of Killmonger or the Black Panther? Mm, the Black Panther. Last one, money and dicks or love and light? Oh, I want all of them. <laughs> love and light. <laughs> you really want to say money and dicks, but you're like, oh, I'm getting married. So. Love and light. <laughs> Roscoe, thank you so much. Of course. Thanks, yes, y'all. Thank Thanks you. for having me. Did you it's have so any good fun? To see our faces. It's good to see your face. Any fun. That's really funny. I had a lot of fun. Did <laughs> you have any? What an awkward question, <laughs> Internet. Because did you Roscoe's have any so fucking fun? Did you like this? Because <laughs> Roscoe's sorry. like, yeah, I had a lot of fun. That's how she going to say it. Like, everything's so fucking chill. I'm like, damn. That's just how I am. But I really I did know. have fun. I know. <laughs> I know. Crazy. All right. Well, thank you so much, everybody. Please follow Roscoe. Please follow the Lip Bar. Yes, please yes, yes. 
Go to her website. What's the website again? It's just Roscoe and if you got the coins, yeah. drop them for those. And drop the coins. The drop coins. Support black artists. She exactly. Me dicks on the low. <laughs> I did. You heard me. I mean, yeah, I you heard me. <laughs> Wish her well on her journey to marriage and All babies and uh, surgery and a new life. Fertility. Y'all are so sweet. Thank you. It's going to be you. for real. You about to have a whole. We got a tribe on here. When they when the around the way curls come through with the love and light and the blessings. Take it from me. You feel it. You'd be like, oh, shit. I'm excited. Shit is opening <laughs> up for me over here. I'm excited. I can't wait. And when they want to be raggedy, they'll be raggedy, too. But I we fuck raggedy. with her, y'all. Well, we fuck with her. So that's it. That's another Around the Way Curls joint. Be sure to rate and subscribe. Be sure to join us on Patreon for exclusive content. This video will be on Patreon. Uh, also, this week, Shanti and I are finishing up our Little Fires Everywhere recaps. In addition to <sighs> trying to teach Shanti how to do makeup. Speaking of makeup, <laughs> this will be a face. mess. She was like, I went I to the drugstore and got face. my... That's, listen, I go to Target. You guys are very popular. I'll just say that. Very. They be sold out at Target. To get the... I'll be like... I can't yes, find my color. What color would I be? You are probably like a 203. Oh, what would I be? That's perfect. Tell me now, because this got to do this. You are probably a 402, <laughs> but... She's oh, that much a, different from me? Yes, you say? Antoinette. That I said hurtful. 402. <laughs> yes, Or maybe Antoinette. 401. You may be 401. 401? She's so crazy. She's that different from me? I 401. Yes, girl. What I don't have in my savings. But right. if you... um. <laughs> We have a shade finder on our website. So if you have a current foundation, you can match it that way so that you know for sure. Because I'm just guessing through. at this point. <laughs> I tech. Come through. She said a 203. Mm-hmm. I'm on here now. Stress. I can't, <laughs> wait to, I can't wait to see who I'm about to line up with. I'm about to be pissed. Hold on. Stay on because I'm about to be mad and I know it. 203. Is that a white girl? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's not bad. She like a. She's happy. <laughs> she's, she's like a, <laughs> an Asian and black girl. It looks like. I'll yeah. take that. All right, I feel yeah, better. Close. I just knew it was gonna be like Katy Perry or some <laughs> shit. I, I wouldn't I play. I feel you. like you're getting browner. Right now, I see that tan coming in, child. You look a little. You look a complexion darker from when we started this motherfucker. Look. I swear. Uh, look. Uh, you see him. You uh, see him. Yes. <laughs> My hair growing. <laughs> Yeah. I'm getting a tan. Yes. I'm saying no to fuck boys. The glow fine. up is coming, honey. <laughs> Drinking my fucking beer that tastes like a margarita. Drinking your corner store sugar beer. Get it. Get some Looking water, like too. Hawaiian That's kind of crazy. I know I have one. I have one. <laughs> okay, like I actually punch. am not going to finish that. It does. I hate y'all. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going I'm to get my 203 shade. Just double check, please, before you get it. I, don't, I looked at the foundations that y'all... Um, I don't wear those foundations. Mm-hmm. What's that? Like matte, or I don't know what y'all are talking about. See, that's it's why it's like this seven different ones on there. I know. I don't. Know. What was I? In? I'll look. I don't want to say any other brands because we're only talking that. about the lip bar. For you real, I would that. love to have a black-owned foundation. I'm not interested in supporting. I am the foundation that I use. They was on a list of people not to support anymore. Because mm. mm. they don't fuck with us. Yeah. So yeah. Upsetting. Too bad. All right. 
203 and 500 for Shanti. Enjoy your food. Thank you. Enjoy your food. I said, hey. I will. Yes, tell Melissa next time to stop. Don't be high and just say hi. We should have, y'all should come on and we should do like a business working with your best friend. That's interesting. That would be fun. Roswell's gonna be like, "Well, I have this story. (laughs) I got this story. Well, this one time, what happened was I just had working with your best friend. (laughs) Working with your best friend. No, Melissa. She, you know, Melissa. What sign is Melissa? Aries. Oh my God! (laughs) The other side of all of our friends. That's so interesting. Jazz and Amanda Child. Y'all are so yeah. interesting. Yeah, her rising got to be in something else though, because she What's don't come you, do off you as Do you know your? Do you know your? Um, I don't. I feel like Roscoe. I feel like people would think that you would know all your signs. And Everybody your would think that, and I don't know them. That's so I think. Up. Maybe what I time learn were you them. born? Um, six six. No, I weighed six pounds six ounces. I don't know what time I was born. Come on. Roscoe. All you gotta do is find that out and download the pattern now. Oh, I have that app. How do you have that app then if you don't know what time it was born? Because I looked at my birth certificate. I don't have that in front of me. I don't just have that information stored up here. It'll say it. Look at it right now. It's gonna stop my recording if I look. Oh, wait. No, it's not. Let me see. No, it's not. She being old now. It's not. I'm like, it's not gonna stop the recording. I told y'all I'm a Were you touching your phone the whole time? That recording gonna be like, no, I wasn't, but I did tap it a few times to make sure that it didn't stop because I'm a grandma. But where do I look to see my stuff? Uh, I don't have time I don't to know. do this I with y'all. The oh, one nineteen she needs p.m. To, she needs to go to sleep and eat. I need to do those things too, but you should say it. Shanti. But she got time. But one nineteen p.m. Mm-hmm. What'd you say? One nineteen p.m. All right, I'm gonna look at your chart while you're away. Do you even know her birthday? I'm about to ask her. She crazy. Chart. Shanti, chart. this episode is We're over. We're done. Let her go eat. Hold on. Let me just find out when your birthday is. <laughs> Why can't you ask her her birthday before you type I it all in? I am right now. What's, when's your birthday? September 15, 1986. September 15th. Oh, Jade's birthday is 11. That's and you said what time? One nineteen. In the In the afternoon or morning? PM. Afternoon. All right. Well, I'll get back to you with all that. I hate don't Looking forward to it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Bye, y'all. We appreciate Bye. you. Roscoe, can you send me these? Do you know mm-hmm. how to via WeTransfer? Oh, yeah. Or you could try that. to text it. You could try to text it. It probably won't text. It's probably going to be too big. Yeah, it'll be too long. I'll send it um, via WeTransfer. Do you know how to use that? Oh, don't let her. Roscoe. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I will delete these right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. I apologize. All right. All right. Bye. All right. With that, we are out. It's just one of them days when I want to be all alone. It's just one of them days when I got to be all alone. You have just heard an Around the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Aroundaway Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good. I know